everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland podcast. This is a show where we like to look at back episodes of the Heartland TV show. And we are almost finished season 14. I can't believe it. It's amazing. We are on episode seven and eight today of season 14. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, Yeah, it's crazy to think. <laughs> Yeah, every every episode we record, we just think back on like how far we've come. Yeah, we were just looking at the uh, uh, at the old episodes, and our first one was in August of 2020. So we've been and <laughs> we've been doing this for over two years. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and we've like hardly missed a week. <laughs> no, we we really haven't. So I, I'm 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 proud of us. I think uh, I think it's been a fun ride. I'm glad that I'm glad that we started this journey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so all right. Well, our first episode is episode seven, and it's called Courage. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this episode, uh, Tim seeks out to help. Sorry. In this episode, Tim seeks out help from an unlikely person when he finds himself competing in a polo match. Amy is concerned her daughter isn't adjusting well to her new reality, and she makes a decision that worries Jack. So overall, what did you think about this episode? Um, I like this episode. Um, I would say, like, I'm really surprised overall at the season. Um, and I think it helps that we have a little bit of perspective as far as like we were well prepared going into the season you know we had plenty of time but yeah like it's it's sad there's a lot of sad moments but I think overall like it's a fantastic season it's a fantastic like just acting wise it's been really blown me away um the writing has been really strong I think it's um the way that it deals with grief from all the different angles is really beautiful um and despite being a little hard to watch at times, I've just been amazed at, you know, how well they've handled everything and also bringing in new people. Like, I think Jessica is a fantastic addition. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really liked Casey. Um, but I think not many shows can write out a love interest that people like and then bring in um, a new one so successfully. So, yeah, yeah. this season, this episode in particular for the Tim and, and Jessica storyline was very good. Yeah, I think she was a good addition. And I think Quinn has also been a good addition yeah, yeah. to Same the cast. Like, we liked Wyatt. He was he was sweet. Um the the storyline got a little repetitive for me. Mm-hmm. But again, they've they've just brought in a new love interest that has been fantastic so far. Yeah, it's really helped make Georgie feel like more of an adult like she transitioned well from Mm -hmm. a child character to an adult yeah it is sort of jarring to sort of see her make all of these like adult decisions when you know just a few short weeks ago we were talking about all of the teenage drama Mm -hmm. (laughs) like she's grown up so much and obviously they, they obviously have to take into account that they sort of um jumped a year ahead but I think having her be in this new relationship kind of helps with that transition. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. she was still with Adam or Wyatt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Lou is looking at venues and she goes to the polo club. And, and I don't think that any of us 
really believe that she's actually going to marry Mitch. It just seems like that's not happening. Yeah, I will say this is one of the things that has really, the real life um, goings on of the the actor's career has really taken me out of this storyline because I am just waiting on them writing out the Mitch because he's just not available to them anymore. Um, So yeah, it's, it's sort of disappointing um because you know we love kevin so much um just in general and on this and on this show um but yeah it's very clear that that's that's the way they're going yeah and it's interesting because i remember when i did interview kevin this would have been a while ago Mm -hmm. uh, i remember him saying i was asking him about what was like to be on heartland and whatever and and he he was like well i hope i'm still on it so at least at that point, this was probably, this is before we started the recap. So it was, this was a long time ago, but at least at that point, he was still invested in being on the show, even though he was on mm-hmm. When Calls the Heart. I, I guess he was going to try to do what um, Andrew Brooks yeah. did, you know, with being on mm-hmm. both shows, being on yeah. Supergirl and um, When Calls the Heart. But um, they, they clearly, maybe once you added the pandemic in as another factor, it just became too hard yeah too di- yeah too difficult and is he a series regular on when calls the heart is uh is kevin yeah uh yeah i think so i yeah. think he's in the opening credits okay yeah, yeah. i think so yeah. but um it would be like contract a certain amount of episodes then eh? probably yeah i'm sure probably although they do seem to be fine with people like kayla for instance last season mm-hmm. being gone for a ton of time to shoot a movie and uh they seem to be fine with yeah. actors maybe except for Aaron uh, she's got to stay <laughs> but uh you're like why is that character gone for like, three four episodes it randomly oh they were shoot a movie <laughs> I guess probably it helps if it's a Hallmark movie because then mm-hmm. you know they're uh, you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you <laughs> exactly <laughs> But yeah, it is hard to become invested. And mm-hmm. we just haven't, everything with Lou, they always jump right into the romance. We never get, uh, I don't know. I just feel like we've gotten so little of like them being cute and dating and, and mm-hmm. getting to know each other. It's like immediately they were basically kind of a couple and then she was mm-hmm. jealous immediately and, and I don't know. I just feel like they have not handled her romance as well on the show. Yeah. Both Peter and Mitch. Yeah. It feels like the only time I was like fully invested in Lou's love life with Scott and <laughs> yeah. sort of like a little bit in there with, with Peter um, when he, you know, was sort of a stay-at-home dad. Yes. And, and that was the, the sort of highlight of their relationship for me. But yeah, it feels like they, they sort of rush in and obviously like the actress is gone for you know parts of some of the seasons of the show as well um for various reasons um so yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to sort of write around that but yeah, yeah. It, it just feels like they've not quite cracked lose love life on the show yeah i that's how i feel i agree uh so we get this scene with amy trying to put away ty's clothes and this had, this has now been well over a year since his passing, but that is, I think, one of the hardest things is packing yeah. away or giving away, if you can, 
giving away your loved one's clothes when they pass i can't imagine yeah i remember it was on some show that i was watching uh where they were renovating an hgtv whatever and they were renovating this house and uh, it was just a house full of grief because the husband and father had passed away and the lady hadn't moved he had put his his coat over the chair the dining room chair and Mm -hmm. she had never moved the coat it was still there from when he had left it (laughs) that's and the longer you leave it there the tougher it is yeah yeah like this scene was hard enough and then she pulled out the jacket and i was just gone i was like oh my god like that's such a staple of the show yeah high wearing that jacket yeah it was it was rough and uh, when she gives it to lindy to sleep with oh oh my god like every like thing with lindy i'm just like so amazed at how lucky they got with this little girl yeah those twins are so good yeah so good like even the little lines of dialogue and things yeah. like I think this season she's had more lines of dialogue than poor Katie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh-huh. And so Amy gets the idea that Lindy should move on from the mini horse, mm-hmm. and uh, that she should ride Harley, which is Ty's horse, which was Ty's horse. But Jack is kind of upset by this; doesn't want Lindy to be rushed. Uh, but Amy is worried about Lindy not being strong enough and uh, the fact that Lindy sleeps uh, with in Amy's bed with her and uh, just worried that she is not kind of dealing with all of this very well. She, yeah. She seems to think that he'll <clears throat> come back, uh, that dad, daddy will be back. I was like, oh, that's so sad. Oh yeah, when she said that line of like, oh, like, yeah, like he'll be back soon, or I'll ride Harley when he comes back. Oh my God. Like, it's such a difficult thing as well. Like, I'm not a parent, I'm not really around children all of that much. And I just mm-hmm. can't imagine how difficult it would be to sort of navigate grief with a child and loss. Yeah. Um. Like, how do you how do you make a child understand that certain people in their life aren't going to come back or be there anymore? Like, yeah, I can't imagine. Um, yeah. And I think they handle it really well. Um, and I think just that they sort of pulled back a little bit and relied a lot on, you know, Jack's face and his reactions and. Um, and I do like that they are letting Jack's grief shine in these two episodes mm-hmm. because he has been such a support to everyone around him. And it feels like it's been sort of a slow build and it starts in this episode of him starting to crack a little bit. Um, and I thought it was just handled so beautifully. Yeah, I think it was too. Uh, we also have Tim. He wants to spend more time with Jessica turns out she's a big polo fan big fan and he also gets super jealous when he meets her the the polo coach uh mm-hmm. named roland and uh it, she ends up she's all being chummy with roland showing him her uh, photos 
Uh, and uh, that's that's the main reason he wants to he, he decides to uh <laughs> to start playing polo yeah have you ever had polo on the show before i don't think so i don't think that's, so yeah it's weird it's such a big horse thing as well uh-huh. <laughs> it feels like we should have had that like several times by now well so and then jack sort of teases to mm-hmm. him about the polo and and then he says basically like i did the hunting weird hunting activity <laughs> remember i don't know what that was about. i don't know what that weird the you fake hunting the like hunting but not hunting yeah it was the like rules were. Hunting role play. i was like, <laughs> was like who wins yeah <laughs> yeah hunting role play that's very yeah. weird but <laughs> and uh, and then Lou is looking for a wedding dress and she gets the same dress that she had with Peter, which is weird. I mean, I guess yeah. it's no wonder we're not invested in this wedding because it doesn't seem like Lou is invested in the wedding. <laughs> yeah, she cannot be less enthused. Mm-hmm. Um, and considering like the way she was when she was planning her wedding with Peter, it's such a stark contrast i did yeah. like that she was leaning on and being really nice to lisa because i feel like that is something that they sort of tend to have her be mean to lisa for no reason um right. so i do like like there was a lot of progression there um and that lisa just sort of gave her the space to to sort of try and figure it out on her own but yeah it just felt hard to it just feels difficult to be invested because we all know that it's not going to happen yeah well and it's ironic too because she was so annoying when amy was planning her wedding. yeah yeah you know the, yeah. you gotta do it this way and you gotta have it this yeah, way and you gotta have all yeah. this planned and and here she doesn't have anything uh that she insisted amy have mm-hmm. yeah you know? if amy wasn't in such a difficult point in her life i would be encouraging her to like do the same thing honestly <laughs> like just to have a little bit of payback I think that what I would want if I was planning a wedding mm-hmm. is just to go to, I guess, a planner, then give me a, a spreadsheet and offer yeah. me like four or five different options for everything. Yeah, here's, the, them, like, here's the colors. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. the, here's the food options. Here's the, the flower options. I give me like four choices and just check, 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 check. Here it is handed in and then show up at the wedding day yeah that's yeah. the way like, to do it because then yeah. by the time you you won't have to stress out over every single little decision and when you actually get there and it's all set up and you'd be like oh great okay at least i would uh and i i think i would just get anxiety having to make all the decisions i'd rather just like and i guess that's just my personality i'd rather just turn it over to somebody else here's the basic idea of what i want boom done Mm-hmm. yeah yeah I agree like I've never personally I've never wanted to get married but planning anything like that like any big event I would do the exact same thing I would get someone give them all of the parameters and say like yeah. have fun and let me know how it goes <laughs> but I think that would be a really smart way if you were running a mm-hmm. wedding planner business to yeah. just be like here's the form fill it out and we'll make a great for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but as we've seen in Hallmark movies it's never that simple no it's not <laughs> Uh, and uh, then we have 
uh, we have uh, Katie riding in. Well, I guess they get another dress. Yeah, this was so Lou funny. and Jess and or Lou and Lisa, and then Katie rides on the horse with her dress because she wants to be like Arwen from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> So it's so weird like they don't give her any screen time whatsoever um and then they give her like this random thing like i would be so into like katie just being like a like a a weird like fantasy nerd yes <laughs> like, like little sci-fi nerd like that would be yeah. so fun um, yeah they should give farm. her a story plot where she's like larping or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they've already done like LARPing and hunting, so they might as well. (laughs) But just a one off, they they, it could be like an extended plot with Katie and LARPing Mm -hmm. that would be hilarious. That would be good, yeah. Yeah. And she could meet a fellow young LARPer Mm -hmm. (laughs) because how old is she supposed to be at this point? What, like 11? Um, Yeah, like 11, 12, like definitely sort of tween. Mm-hmm. it's old enough mm-hmm. she could have a cute little friendship thing <laughs> yeah like, yeah georgie and and uh gosh so georgie and quinn come back and lou finds a ring box in quinn's bag and so she starts freaking out and she tells amy what am i supposed to do pretend i didn't see the ring box and yeah that's probably the correct choice <laughs> yeah yeah, she just spirals in just typical Lou fashion in this episode. Because even if he is planning on proposing, her making a big fuss about it is only going to make things worse. There's no situation mm-hmm. where her her getting involved to, ends ends well for her. Nice. This. Yeah. Yeah, and she's so like... I, I do think it is a little weird to have cufflinks in a red ring box though <laughs> yeah i mean i can see why she thought that but it could have easily been earrings it could have been mm-hmm. some other kind oh, yeah. of gift yeah, yeah. you know but um but i i just think her hyperventilating about it in no way is going to help the situation and I mean, there's an argument to be made actually for getting married younger. 19 is really young, so I can I can mm-hmm. understand that. But uh, but when you're older, you have way more of your sort of life set in stone. So c- combining with another person is harder. Uh, mm-hmm. And it whereas if you're sort of growing together it can be an actually really good thing, a positive thing. Uh, you know, it just, it just depends on the couple, of course, like any marriage, mm-hmm. but it's not like it immediately is a, a terrible idea in my opinion to get married yeah. young. No. And I, I do think in this situation, it's a little bit different because Quinn is, you know, a year or so older than Georgie um, mm-hmm. and might be you know, in a little bit of a different, you know, headspace and a different, and and maybe that's sort of why Lou freaked a little bit, but yeah, it just seems such an escalation. Yeah. So I I mean, I don't think it would be the end of the world if they were to get engaged, but mm-hmm. I am just very traditional. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how old was Amy when she got engaged? Mm, I don't know. 
I can't remember how old. It wasn't that much older than. No, it wasn't that much older. Yeah, that's true. Did you like how they were very specific to be like, you sleep in the loft and you sleep in the attic? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to make sure to point that out. (laughs) That made me laugh. Yeah. Uh And. For a second there, I was like, are they going to actually have Georgia say no he's going to sleep in the loft with me I was like that's not happening that's not happening in the heartland yeah it was just funny that they like had a whole line of dialogue just to make sure everybody watching was clear (laughs) and uh, what do you think about this with Amy wanting Lindy to ride Harley and Jack's kind of reaction to that what do you think of that again it's just so hard for me to judge because you know, I don't have a child and, and Amy's so deep in her grief um, and it's sort of coming out the other side a little bit. I think we can see her. It's such an interesting journey she's been on this season and I do think she is projecting a little bit of her losing her mother onto Lindy and how she responded. Um, but yeah, Lindy is very young. You know, she's only four years old, as Jack points out. Yeah, it's such a big um, horse, it seems. Yeah, such a big, big jump from Little Monty to to Harley. So, yeah, I do understand Jack's perspective. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think it's interesting that they have paired Amy and Jack together a lot because they are, you know, the two characters that have, you know, lost spouses um, and have, have really bonded even more than they are in, in previous seasons it feels like um that they've really tied their journeys together so yeah yeah and you said how I feel about it to be honest um I guess she was just in such a difficult spot it's hard to it's hard to say that she was being too hard it's yeah, yeah. not really it's just difficult to, to articulate yeah, and Jack says, every moment I witnessed between you and your daughter is a moment of profound strength, and I couldn't be more proud of the two of you. So cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Adorable. Tim is getting polo uh, oh, lessons from yeah. Quinn, and uh, that's kind of fun. That's a fun yeah. sequence. Yeah, I thought Quinn was having a lot of fun here. I can't do both. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I also liked the whole thing with like Lou being super awkward around Quinn. That was some fun mm-hmm. acting from Michelle. Yeah. yeah, it's it's always good when she gets to do the more sort of comedic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have her be so intense all the time. And they, yeah. you know, they give her like five jobs each season. So. <laughs> and so Tim tells Jessica that he can't drink. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that she's, that he's a, a alcoholic, recovering alcoholic. And, uh, and then uh, we have um, Lindy sleeping through the night with Ty's jacket, which was very sweet. And, um, and then Lisa tells Lou, she says, it's how I felt on my wedding that mattered. You know, that her wedding was, uh, you know, more simple affair but that is what she you know wanted it's how I felt on my wedding that mattered and uh, Mm -hmm. 
then Lou finds out about the cufflinks. So, so what would you? Yeah, <laughs> what would you give this episode one to ten? Um, I mean, it was it was a it was a emotional episode. So yeah, I would say like seven point five. Um, nothing too dramatic happened, but it was more sort of a an emotional one. Yeah. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. All right, I agree with you. So we have Changing Gears is the next episode, episode eight. And uh, in this episode, Caleb finds a memento from the past that he thinks will have a special meaning for Amy. But surprisingly, it's Jack who has some mixed emotions stirred up by the gift. So this memento is Ty's motorcycle. This was brutal. Yeah, this I cried in this episode. I really did. I it got mm-hmm. me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and uh, oh, it was so good. It was so it was, good. It was really good, especially when Jack says how you've handled all of this. You're amazing, and then he, uh, and then Amy says, "I'm in a better place now. You gave you give me the strength to start to let go. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's your turn to lean on me." Mm-hmm. Ooh, that got me it really did yeah and i like that they didn't have jack like completely like break down like it was so subtle yeah it was um, a good performance and that, was, yeah, and that made it even more sort of powerful and feel more real mm-hmm. um because it would have felt out of character for jack to emote in that way but yeah it, it felt very in character and yeah it's one of sean johnson's best performances i agree yeah and it was kind of interesting to me though that in all these flashbacks they forget mm-hmm. the uh the, the crash yeah the, yeah <laughs> you cut that part out <laughs> listen if we were going to focus on all the times that ty was injured and fell down something and hit his head it would be a long episode <laughs> yeah we can have the whole episode just about ravines <laughs> flashbacks <laughs> but that the big the big motorcycle crash though <laughs> they forgot about that I just skipped right over that <laughs> um, so caleb brings the motorcycle and also carson and that's really cute i love caleb as a dad it's adorable mm-hmm. yeah he's such a natural parent mm-hmm. um and yet it's it's nice that he has been sort of it seems like the the sort of stay-at-home dad even though he does work but it seems like Cass has sort of been the one that sort of works full-time and he sort of is a primary caregiver at the minute so yes it's it works for him mm-hmm. yeah and uh so 
Jade wants to learn how to ride bareback on this bronc because I guess if she's able to compete in a bunch of different categories, then mm-hmm. she can be entered in the uh, the all around cowboy and she's like all around cowgirl <laughs> contest. <laughs> but it would be actually against the boys in in that way as far as the the all around. Yeah, like so brutal. Mm-hmm. There's no amount of money that you could pay me to get on one of these things. Well, they do such a great job, and we've talked about it a million times. But, but in these rodeo scenes, how they're able to make it look so seamless mm-hmm. between the stunts and and Madison, um, or yeah. or uh, Kelly or Carrie with uh, Caleb, uh, how they make it so seamless is mm-hmm. really amazing. It looks yeah, wonder, just like them. Yeah, I wonder if they have like a a female stunt double for her. Um, oh, I imagine there is a lot of women in that world as well. Um, I'm sure yeah. that they. There's no way that that's actually Madison on the. No, no, I understand. It's not, like sometimes they have like men do it. Um, yeah, I wonder if they've actually got someone. Oh, I see what you're saying. And yeah, in that world, doing that. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how far they sort of take her in this yeah i mean it would have to be a pretty uh pretty small man for it it seems like it's gotta be a woman stunt Mm -hmm. must be yeah but it's just so seamless it's unbelievable to me Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think they do such a good job of you know when we first met jade it's crazy to think how far she's come mm-hmm. um but i do like how sort of driven she is um even though it's a sport that i i personally don't really understand and you know i think jessica's sort of a good um i wouldn't say voice of reason but a good sort of outsider mm-hmm. um, to really have a discussion about what rodeo means to people like jade and caleb and tim yeah yeah, I agree. Yeah, Jessica, she says she doesn't understand rodeo and uh, she, but she admires Jade. And so she asks Tim if she can take some photographs of the rodeo and mm-hmm. she comes back and the pictures are very sort of provocative uh, and that hurts Tim's feelings. Yeah, I think, you know, I never really had much of an opinion on, on rodeo, but I think after seeing the movie The Rider, um, that oh, just yeah. like, devastated me. <laughs> it was such a sad movie. Yeah, um, and so when movie. I see when I see those scenes in in the show, I just think of like the worst thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, which just happens in that movie. So yeah, it's yeah. it's such a brutal sport. Yeah, that was it. It was like 2019. There were like tons of horse movies. There's that and Lean on Pete and. Uh, and the Mustang, all really good. I liked all mm-hmm. of those movies. Uh, Lena Pete was my favorite of the horse movies. But uh, if you haven't seen that, it's really good. But it's not as much a rodeo movie as um, Rider. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, when he in the Rider, when he you see his um, his scars from his surge, oh. the surgeries he's had to have, and the concussions and everything. Since that's intense. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really devastating. Yeah, um, 
yeah so that's what I think when I watch these scenes I'm like oh god like and if you like and they're only on there for seconds mm-hmm. and their life could change in like under 10 seconds it's yeah it's... well and and yeah at the end when she's able to stay on mm-hmm. it is very exciting so she does uh she works with Caleb and uh she uh she is rides on a um steer with amy mm-hmm. uh, helping her with that and tim is very very skeptical of all of this and uh, but then at the end she's able to stay on for over eight seconds so yeah, and i it think makes that's every time like tim <laughs> doesn't believe in one of amy's like things of like it's like do you not understand the concept of this show like <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I think there's a movie called Eight Seconds about oh, really? a rodeo guy staying on eight seconds. I think that's like a thing. Mm. Yes. Eight Seconds, 1994 American Western biographical drama. The title refers to the length of time a bull rider is required to stay on for a ride to be scored. Interesting. So, Eight Seconds with Luke Perry. Oh. <gasps> I'll need to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Perry. Okay. I I I didn't hate the photos though. I can understand, I guess, why they annoyed oh, yeah. Tim. Mm-hmm. But I thought they were kind of interesting. Yeah, they were very provocative and and almost kind of like beautiful in a in a sort mm-hmm. of weird way. Um so yeah, it definitely feels like they've gotten a photographer to lend their photos to the show because her photos are really really moving um because there's lots of photographers on these you know, hallmark type movies or shows like this and they it's a favorite trope of these things is to have the characters be a photographer for some reason mm-hmm. and usually the photography is terrible you're like there's yeah. no way you would be <laughs> yeah you could do better on your phone <laughs> yes <laughs> um but these were actually really really good i thought so but tim says i was crazy to think you'd see rodeo any other way it's kind of swoon worthy for tim i think yeah this is definitely good tim stuff so yeah so jack decides that he's going to fix the motorcycle himself but evidently it's a special one and uh, he has to get the one of the parts, the carburetors from London. And he he finds out that Amy is going to sell the bike after it's finished because uh, she says, oh, that Ty would want, uh, want it to be ridden. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously really bothering Jack, that idea. Yeah. And so then Jack uh, goes out with Amy to this uh, salvage place and the guy wants to charge $600 for the carburetor piece. And Jack gets very upset about that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's just such a good performance from John Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like that, you know, it, it took Amy a little bit to understand her perspective like I do believe that she is right in thinking that you know Ty would want someone to enjoy it 
Um, but I also can see from her perspective that she might not think that Jack is that person. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, it was just beautifully done. And I think they handled all of the ebbs and flows of his emotions in this episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was like a scary moment <laughs> in the junkyards. Like, yeah, he was very angry. Yeah. Um, and we also have Caleb. He has a picture of Carson on his uh, in his car on the what do you call that thing? Um, the mirror, or whatever. And mm-hmm. he's he's thinking of because he gets earlier in the episode he gets bucked off pretty hard, lands hard, and he's mm-hmm. he's thinking I maybe I can't do this anymore. It's too much of a risk for when I have Carson. It was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah, and, and sort of coupled with the loss of Ty as well, I imagine mm-hmm. that's playing on his mind. Um, the idea that he could leave Cass in the way that Amy is, um, you know, mm-hmm. I think that was handled really well. And I think it is something a lot of those guys, probably and girls, um, have to deal with is the the reality of the, the dangerousness of, of that sport. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, the life could well we have seen it you know we did have the episodes where jack sort of you know visited all of his old rodeo friends and a lot of them are still dealing with concussions and and things like that so yeah it can alter your life in such a profound way yeah and and he thinks that ty gave up the motorcycle because of lindy and to be safe and Amy, yeah. Amy and Caleb have a conversation. She says, don't give up on your dreams. And that Ty sold the motorcycle for their, to have the money for the house, not because he didn't want to take any more risks. And she's like, going to Mongolia was a risk. <laughs> all like, oh, don't, don't remind us about Mongolia. <laughs> yeah, it was a risk for the, for the fans watching the show as well. We were all like struggling. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Caleb submits, tries to submit his letter of resignation, and it just, that whole scene was really good. It made me laugh. And she's, he's like, you spelled resignation wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was such a Caleb thing as well. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. And uh, Tim says, you're a great coach. You, I'm not going to accept your letter of resignation uh he says you're a much better coach than you ever were a competitor Mm -hmm. which sometimes people that that. yeah sometimes people that are the best at what they do are actually really bad coaches because it's so natural for them or it's been so ingrained in them that it's hard for them Mm -hmm. to explain how to do it to other people like they it, as opposed to somebody who's just kind of like maybe more mediocre have like worked on it more yeah. you know yeah. what I mean and, yeah and you know when you look at a lot of sports like tennis is kind of the one that I sort of follow uh-huh. um, and it's very rare that you get like a, a coach that is a player yeah <laughs> you know they're not you know they're experts in, in the sport of tennis but not actually playing it um and I think a lot of players and a lot of athletes need that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in, in sort of rare cases, you do get the Caleb's of the, of the world. I think that a lot of times they have some experience, mm-hmm. but just not like 
than not the top enough. tier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then we get, like I said, the uh, crying scene where how you have handled all this. You're amazing, Amy. Oh, it was so good. Mm. And she tells him that she tells Jack that they're going to keep the bike. And uh, he says, she says, I've kept some things that remind me of Ty. And I see this bike is that for you. It was so good. It was so good. Um, and I liked it. It ended with, you know, Amy keeping the jacket, Jack keeping the bike. Um, it was very sort of, I wouldn't say full circle, but it felt like the beginning of a little bit of closure for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Jessica and Tim forgive each other and kiss. And uh, then we have Amy and Jack riding the bike. And that was just very sweet. And I'm sure that's another reason why they didn't have the uh, the crash, which was part of this whole trip. <laughs> crash. Uh, in the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. They, they, fans have been through enough trauma <laughs> of that horrific scene. That would make this, yeah, this ride at the end pretty upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is a very, very good episode. I mm-hmm. really thought it was, I mean, if you can, I mean, I am an easy cry, but still on an episode Heartland, if you can get me really crying, not just like tearing up, I was a wreck. I didn't even text you. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something about having like older men cry as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. that That's for sure going to get a cry out of me. Um, I I think I'd give this like a nine point five. Yeah, yeah, and I think in terms of just classic Heartland, yeah, this is this is kind of where it's at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let us know what you think of these two episodes. If you're listening, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R Benson. Great, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast on Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews, five stars. It really helps us a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We'd appreciate that so much. And we also have our patron group and merch store. And we have Heartland Inspired merch at the merch store. All that's in the description. So please take a look. And uh, thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.